to the Worship Leader Essentials podcast brought to you by Worship Catalyst. We are here to help leaders learn how to do more with less. For more information or engage with us, please visit worshipcatalyst.com. We're so glad you're here today. Let's learn together. Hey, welcome again to the uh, Worship Leader Essentials podcast. Austin Ryan here. Uh, Always super pumped to be able to uh, be here with you guys and um, talk with you about great worship things, um, things going on in the worship world, uh, things that are tech-related, things that are pastoral, things that are leadership, things that are, uh, you know, how to get better at what you do, and all of that kind of under the umbrella of doing more with less. Because I don't know about you, Ben, but in uh, in most worlds, uh, budgets are not larger than they were uh, two years ago, you yeah. know? no. In this uh, January 2021, when this is uh, going live, uh, COVID is big. And in fact, the scripture, the worship scripture of the day before we get into this topic that I want to read is from Psalm 4211. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. I, I love this scripture, and it, here's how it hits me today. And it hits me today in a way that's... Um, Kind of in one of those moments when, especially, so it's like just little stuff, little stuff. Have you ever been having a conversation with somebody and you get a little bit to where you're going back and forth and you're trying to win the conversation and then you have this moment where you go, why do I even care? I don't, at the end of the day, I don't really care how this, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? But you right. just want to win. Right. And and maybe you've had a bad day sometime where like you just, you're, you're ticked off and you're, you know, at a restaurant or you're with friends or whatever, and you're just like, oh, I just don't feel good or whatever. And then you're just like, I'm sitting here with friends. Or why am I mad right yeah. now? You know, like it just hits you. I think about that with like family stuff too. Like, like thinking about like being with my, with my daughter, you know, like something like one thing. I'm like, why am I mad right now? I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad at her. I'm mad at everything else. <laughs> I'm frustrated. And I just like, I'm like, and I like lash out or say something stupid. I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't even mean what I'm saying right now. Exactly. And I'm angry. That's no, exactly what's going on. And so I think that the psalmist is in that in that mode. Yeah. And I think that maybe this whole, you know, season of COVID that we've been living in for a really long time now, uh, I think there's a lot of moments like that where it's just feel wrong. And then you're like, what is wrong with me? I have Mm -hmm. a life and I have friends and I have a family and stuff. And Psalm 42.1, I think this is what's happening. The psalmist comes to realization, why, my soul, are you downcast? Like, why are you feeling the way you're feeling? Why are you so disturbed within me? And we've all had that feeling of that realization. And then he says, he like has the antidote right away. Of course, he's writing so he can think through this. But he thinks, put your hope in God. Yeah. And he says, I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And so here's what I want to say about all of that. The psalmist is really clear. There are times when we come to the realization that we, for no reason, feel a certain way that's not right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there even is a reason. But, he's, but when he came to that realization, he said, my problem is my hope is in something other than God. Yeah. And my way out of that is to worship. Yeah. And so how do you do that, man? Change that talk radio station to a worship song. Change that death metal music to a worship song. Worship you know? death metal. Yeah, worship that- death metal is awesome. <laughs> You know, change change your um, fiction reading of the day, if you're in a mode like this, to more scripture. Change your TV watching to scripture reading. Change your dialogue about 
sports or politics or whatever into conversations about the grace of God. You know, just yeah. like shift things like that because this is what he says and then we'll be done. Psalm 42, 11, why my soul are you so downcast? Why are you so disturbed within me? Here's the deal. Put your hope in God, not in other things. For I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. There's like worship fixes those moods. It yeah. just does. That's good. All right, so we got our good friend, Mr. Ben Lunn, always. Hey, hey. Back in the happy, house. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Ben is, uh, as uh, you probably know, he is the uh, the national hub director for Worship Catalyst. We have 20 or so cities that we have teams that uh, serve new churches and uh, developing churches as they're starting uh, in the area of music and creative arts and worship and technology and all that. And so um, Ben leads, leads those team leaders uh, all across the country. And... We're going to cover something that we get asked questions all the time. I bet I've been asked a hundred times in my life as a worship leader, hey, where do you find great songs? Yeah. And uh, how do you pick your songs? And stuff like that. And so I tell them what I do, which is really simple. Yeah. I uh, turn on K-Love, and whatever the first song is that comes on, (laughs) I just say, that must be the one God wants us to do. Isn't that the best strategy? Amen. So, nothing wrong with Caleb. Nothing wrong with Caleb. I'm just saying, that may not be the yeah. best strategy. Yes. So, yes. Ben Lunn, uh, the great, has spent a lot of time thinking about this and actually has a really good strategy that uh, he's imparted to other people. So, I wanted him to come in today and talk through some places to find some great songs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one thing, it's funny that we, you know, we, we used to, not used to, but I guess pre-COVID, would go around and do some of these classes in a conference setting and... Uh, we did this, and I, it's like almost four years ago. I said it was three years ago, but it's now it's 2021. So it's now it's almost four years ago that we taught this, or I taught this class about trying to find kind of how do you filter through all the stuff. I feel like everyone's coming out with new music all the time, but how do you kind of find that filter, and where do you find new music? And so I named the class, I think appropriately, Tomlin to Bieber, Is It Too Late Now to Say Holy? And so... <laughs> That is, thought, uh, that's classic, bro. Classic. Well, and I think it's just as relevant today. Yes. You know, Bieber's still around. He's trying to become a pastor now. So, hmm. you know, and, you know, so, so where do we find good music? And, and everyone who probably is in the worship arena knows of, you know, contemporary Christian music, the radio, CCLI, which you were just reminding me stands for the Christian Copyright and Licensing. What is it? Incorporated. Incorporated. And or so, something like that. Something like that. And so... And for a lot of us, those are great resources to find. You know, man, what are what are what is the rest of the country? They because they they get the stuff from from planning center. They know what are the top ten songs that 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 churches did this weekend. What are the top hundred songs they did this weekend? What are the top hundred songs for the last year? And so those are great places that if you don't know about those, those are those are just kind of a good place to start. But you know, for some of us, we're probably asking that question of how do I find you know my church's voice and all this stuff, and how do I find more unique things in in the music world. And I think a big piece of this, kind of before we jump into the conversation, is you know I think an easy way off the bat is I mean involve more people into the process first. You know, I think that if you can, if you are just the only person picking new songs for your church, if you're not doing that with maybe a couple of pastors on the team, maybe some other creative people within your worship team, maybe it's other people around uh, around you, then the church is only hearing one voice. Yeah, and that's good. 
for me, it would be super depressing emo music. You know, that would be the only voice they would hear, and so they wouldn't hear all the other happy, joyful parts of the story. No, hey, but, if you guys are happy, go to Ben Lund's yeah, church. Yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll solve that <laughs> yeah, for you. Definitely bring you down a notch. And so, but but we have to bring in other voices into this. I think it's a big deal to make sure that it's not all that pressure. You don't feel that pressure on you of like I've got to find the next cool new song to to bring to the table. And so. I think real quick, right off the bat, one thing that I like is a group called Salt and Sound. It's a husband and wife couple, and they bring um, just some kind of curated playlists of just different songs and themes, and they can bring it around um, Advent time, or they bring it around you know Easter or Good Friday and, and all that kind of stuff. And so I love kind of their curation of those themes, uh, different parts of the church calendar, stuff like that. Um, I love their... Um, I just love that they kind of put together people I probably have, wouldn't wouldn't normally listen to uh, or find anywhere else. And that's salt and sound. Salt and, and sound. And is that where is that found? Uh, I'll, we'll put the we'll put the link in the description in this, and so that we can people can find out where those people are, and maybe a link to one of their playlists as well. Um, and so um, another couple of things is Song Discovery is a worship leader. It's on worshipleader.com. Um, that's another thing where they kind of highlight new music. They highlight. Uh, new artists coming up, and so that might be kind of a predecessor to hey, he's these things are you know this this band's coming out with an album, you know, be on the lookout for that as well. Um, one thing that uh, I mentioned I haven't mentioned before, but uh, that's been helpful is there's a couple worship leader groups on Facebook that you can easily just they're the Worship Leader Co. and I think Worship Leader Plus or something like that. These guys um, are just you know people in, in worship positions. And what's great is that a lot of these people have maybe tried songs that you're interested in trying. And so you've got real life, you know, real dialogue happening in real time of people going, hey, I want to try this new song. How'd it work out for your church? You know, that kind of thing. You know, and people going, like, oh, man, this was great. Or this was, you know, this didn't go so well. Or maybe think about doing this way. And so you kind of have already a group of people trying new music, you know, and they'll, there are people post on there weekly who are saying, you know, what new songs are you, is your church doing? Or what new, especially if you're like, where are my fast song people at, right? Like, I feel like the constant question is always. like, where do you get fast songs? And like, without coming across cheesy or mm-hmm. like, you know, especially if you're like not a church that wants to do like EDM style worship, you know, where do you find that kind of stuff? And that's a really, so, so those Facebook groups are also really great to kind of help you find new music, filter that new music. Uh, for your people as well. Um, <clears throat> uh, another thing is playlists. I love I love a good playlist, and I, I feel like the the Apple and Spotify um, community, however they 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 do these playlists, uh, those those sponsored ones. I feel like they're doing a much better job. I felt like several years ago it was hard. You know, it was almost like inspirational music was just kind of all grouped together into one thing. Yeah, like Israel Houghton and then Chris Tomlin yeah. and then a mus- just like an instrumental yeah. violin solo. Yeah, totally, you know. <laughs> and you've got, you've got like, yeah, you've got all these old school people, Maranatha grouped in with like, you know, like <laughs> Hillsong Young and Free came in next. And it was like, what is going on here? Um, and so I feel like now they have a good grasp of that this is an audience of people that they're, they care about what they listen to, so we're going to care about too. So um, there's lists like there's, um, you know, uh, worship music that's lo- more lo-fi, like chill worship music, or there's you know uh, alternative or indie worship music uh, playlists that that uh, that we I, I find a lot of good good uh, artists on there. They're just doing things just a little bit differently. Maybe that's you, and I feel like that's that's me a lot of the time is trying to find something that's like 
maybe not on the beaten path, but something just a little bit off it that's like, okay, this is something that maybe a church hasn't heard before on the radio, but has a good message and good tone. I think it's also good as you kind of take in, you know, where do I, you know, music wise, where do I find music thinking through of like the message of all the music that you're finding is, is it, is it different? Is it all saying the same thing about, you know, the cross and redemption or is it saying things about finding hope and finding peace and, and all those aspects of faith I think are important in that as well. And then another piece, I mean, you're kind of your little final deal is just being able to, you know, if you find somebody you like, find those similar artists within that genre. You know, if that's, you know, all right, I love the Rin Collective sound. Well, I'm going to go on their profile and find, you know, uh, Spotify and, and Apple Music make this really easy to do. I'm going to go find similar artists of them. And so I can go and keep finding and find who inspires them and what kind of music they're making and seeing if those those albums are anything. And I think that's really helpful. And I think, uh, you know, doing all this stuff seems like, I feel like we're getting a lot of information, but I, I think it's health, healthy for us to, to kind of stay ahead of this curve to find out what's new. So we're not doing the same, you know, same songs we do every single year and figure out, hey, what songs work, what songs doesn't, which you're going to talk about here in just a minute. But I think it's good for like once a month to sit down you know, maybe it's with a group of people, maybe it's just you, go and find some music once a month and sit down for an hour and go exhaust some of these things and going, okay, I'm going to go sit down, carve out an hour of time, listen to some music and find what inspires me. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell four other people to go do the same thing. And if they, and we might come back with totally different list of things, we'll come back together and we'll talk through those songs and go, okay, I like this one. Well, I didn't like this one as much. Okay, you know, and find out what, what can we all agree are, are, are good songs um, that we can do. And that kind of bolsters that, and we um, maybe add that to the rotation and stuff like that. But you have some more stuff about Yeah, that's yeah. really good, man. So here's what I, I wrote down some notes. Salt and Sound uh, is a great place. We'll put these in the show notes, but just so you just repeat. Salt and Sound, Song Discovery, Facebook Groups, Playlists, Apple and Spotify, and then similar artists to what it is that you're already finding. Yeah. Right? Yep. Okay. That's awesome. And Justin Bieber's worship album with the word holy in it. Yep. Anything, Chance the Rapper, anything now that, like, (laughs) any secular artist that creates a worship album, go for it. That's the biggest. It's all all free game on Sunday. Love it. That's great. So here's another aspect to this, because I think a lot of times... Ben, what I what I see in churches, it's it's in a really interesting because I get to see and go to and things like that quite a few churches and have over the years, and it seems like to me that I could just close my eyes when I walk into a, ch- a church, and I wouldn't know the difference from one to the next because every single church has a very similar playlist. Right, they're all doing the same songs, and that's the reason that there is a CCLI top fifty is because those every church a in America songs speak. To a lot of people. To yeah. a lot of people, yeah. And so um, and so the question, I think, becomes, let, if we want to get beyond, hey, let's just find a song that works in another church and see if it works in ours, where do we start from a place of being a little bit more proactive about finding those particular songs that really fit in our context for our congregation at this moment in time? Mm-hmm. And so... Here's the first thing to do, like one thing that we uh, have trained a lot of worship leaders to think about, and that is to try to answer the question, what is your church's song? Now, how do you figure that out? Like, and when I say song, I mean like the song of the heart. What is the message coming out of the people that go to your church? And here's the easiest way to figure that out. What song or couple of songs that every time you sing them, it brings the house down. 
barn burners. Call them barn, the like, barn burners section. I call them cheater songs. Cheater songs. Like oceans, <laughs> like or something. No right. matter what's going on, right. if we just dropped oceans in the mix five years ago, then it was going to go crazy. Well, if you can figure out what one or two songs, and me just saying that, you probably know off the top of your head, and if you're not, just start noticing next two or three weeks as you lead worship, assuming you're in person, really try to pay attention. What are the ones that everybody's singing? And then start to analyze why. And that requires a little bit of research into the lives of the people in your congregation. Hopefully you know them really well. Hopefully you know what's going on in their lives. This is like that pastoral piece where it's not okay for us as worship leaders to just be like lead singers of bands, but mm-hmm. we need to be like pastors and we're meeting people and we're talking to them in the before the service and after the service and in the lobby or wherever it is that you guys meet and you're asking questions, getting to know them, maybe even hanging out after church sometimes or in other times of the week and really building your life like through small groups and things like that to where you understand what people are going through. Now, uh, just as an example, this is a long time ago, but there was a song that every time we sang it, like no matter what was going on in the congregation, like deadest day in the history, you know, those days where it's just like, we really could just go home right now because mm-hmm. this is a waste of everybody. Right. Like, nobody's here. Nobody's engaged. Yeah. Every time we would sing Grace Like Rain, it would change. Yeah. And the place would just go bonkers. Yeah. So, like, we always had that in our back pocket. Grace Like Rain's always ready to go, whatever, you know? Well, anyway, I started to kind of analyze that, and I was thinking, why does that song do that? Now, one thing, you know, it was an upbeat song. People were like, the electric guitar part in it or whatever, maybe. But when I really started to think about it, the theme of that song is that life has been changed by the grace of God. Mm -hmm. And so... I started to think about that in terms of our congregation, and I started going, like, calling people by name. I would be like, hmm, what's Bill's life like? Well, Bill just gave his life to Christ six months ago. What's Martha's life like, Mary's life like, whatever? Well, she grew up in church, but fell way away from God, and she's just only come back in the last three or four months. Yeah. And I started to think about the congregation, and I realized that over 50% of the people in the crowd had come to faith in the last two years. Yeah. And so all of those people were like super hyped on the grace of God because yeah. they had gone and they were adults and they had really gone from lost to found. You it's know, a lived experience that they could, you know, that was personal to them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. spoke itself out through the song. Yeah, it's good. So what we decided to do once we, that's the song of our church was the grace of God, like this redeeming salvation of God. And we just started to find songs about redeeming salvation of God, grace of God. And we showered them with it. And the worship intensity of the congregation rose a lot because we were singing their heart song. Yeah. Now, you know what? A year or two later, that shifted and it became something else because we're always analyzing what is God doing in our people through their experience yeah. and how's that playing out through the services. And then we go find songs like that. Now, I've thought about this, like Ben comes up with this list of five or six places to go find great songs. And so the question is, do I go find great songs and then match them to the church, which is great, or do I figure out the song of the church and go mm-hmm. match and go look for songs that match that and also match tempo vacancies, you know, like you're saying fast songs are hard to find. Yeah. You know, that aren't what a mighty God yeah. we serve. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. That was way back. Yeah, that was way back. That was like Maranatha. Yeah, that's, that was the late <laughs> that 90s. Was literally Maranatha. So um, 
either way is fine. I don't, like there's no right or wrong on that. Like be always be looking for music and always be analyzing your congregation yeah. and put those things together. Yeah, totally. I and don't be good. afraid if you introduce a new song. Don't be afraid. Like if it just doesn't connect a couple, you do it a couple times and doesn't connect, throw it away. Yep, put it in the, put it in the trash. <laughs> just because it worked at a hundred thousand other churches doesn't mean it's going to work for yours. Yep, agreed. And uh, just a couple of things that I would say, just kind of in closing on that, and that just kind of follows up. Just because a song is good for another church doesn't mean it's best for your church. Yeah. So don't just go copy the CCLI top seven or eight, yeah. and that's your list for this week. But just because it's a top 10 song doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. That's another good thing. Yeah, I agree with that. I think for too long, a lot of people just were like, you know, that's not the thing I want to do. I don't want to do those kind of songs, you know, whatever. We want to do something unique and different. And that's great, you know, with you and your 10 buddies, you know, but Mm -hmm. like for trying to be in places that have such a large swath of people, you know, large groups of people and diverse expressions, diverse, you know, everything. Right. Experiences, life, Age, all that backgrounds, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, everything. Like these these have a, an attraction that can be sung in a way that, that can engage the most people. And there's yeah. a reason why that they're in those places. Yeah, for sure. So. That's good, man. All right. Well, if you have any more questions about that, be sure and uh, reach out to us, uh, Ben at worshipcatalyst.com, Austin at worshipcatalyst.com, and we'd be glad to engage with that a little bit more with you. But uh, uh, that's it for today. Anything else, Ben? That's it. You dropped all the knowledge. Everything. It's gone. That's all okay, I know. sweet. We love you. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, if you uh, really enjoy this content, want some more of it, hit subscribe. It'll drop to you every Tuesday. God bless you. Have a great week.